Right, guys, this is possibly the podcast where we're talking about the best golfing experience of our life. This is episode 13, Unlucky for Some, season two, How to Read a Good Walk. This is a lucky one for us because we were so lucky. Oh, my God. So lucky this weekend. And you might think that Alex is over-exaggerating there when he says... I'm literally not. ...the best golfing experience of our lives. But honestly, hand on heart, last weekend just gone, the it didn't even matter how well I played. Like, the... the you did play pretty shit. Well, the first eight I did. Played all right <laughs> on the way in. But um, the, the golfing experience we had was absolutely phenomenal. So, are you, do you want to say it or am I going to say it? Well, I was just, just doing a bit of Googling, really. I just putting on bucket list trips. But I actually think this golf course can't be included on it because you can't, can't just pay and play. No, so, let me just put this. The best golf courses in England. So obviously there is Great Britain. There are some very good golf courses up in Scotland. Um, but England. Royal St. George's. Royal Al Woodley. Yeah. Royal Liverpool. Royal Cintic Port Club. Never heard of that one. Hillside, not far from us. Uh, East Coast, Saunton Golf Club. Brilliant there. Um, then you've got Prince's. Unbelievable golf courses. But this one is JCB. It is. We were lucky enough to play golf at JCB Golf and Country Club. So let's just put this in perspective, right? They have 80 members, right? 88, 88. 88 members. And on average, they can play, let's say, anywhere between 15 and 100 rounds a year. Yeah, something like that. I mean, you can get unlimited ones, but let's say on average, people don't play unlimited times. But no. if I had a membership, I would. Uh, <laughs> oh, absolutely. Um, I, and it was just everything was pristine. Oh, Everything was just like, I don't know how to describe it. It was quiet, but mega because it was like your own. When people say millionaires golf, yeah, that was what that felt like. Exactly. And excuse the pun, but they had everything down to a T, didn't Mm. they? Literally everything. Like from the moment we arrived at the gatehouse to the moment we left, it was just, the experience was just class. We played with um, one of Josh's housemates from uni who now works there, James. And he was basically running us through the whole experience. So um, you arrive at the gatehouse, which is, by the way, a stone's throw from where they actually build the JCBs. I think Leach on the way in was actually more bothered about the JCBs (laughs) being built. Look at all them there. Look at them there. Which, by the way, is unbelievable. Um, We come at the gatehouse. They ask for your name, etc. You're then coming in. In the meantime of sort of driving from the gatehouse, what is probably... Two minutes, three minute drive. Yeah, yeah. You then, people are waiting for you at the bag drop. Yes. So like, we we didn't have this experience. We this didn't happen for us because of how we were playing. It. We were playing with James, basically. Yeah. But if you are a member, or if you are guest of a, a member, guest of a member in a golf day, you arrive at the the concierge house. They take your clubs out of the car for you. They then ask if you're having food before you go out. Yes, I'm having food. Okay, well, your clubs will be on the range waiting for you when you're ready. Yeah, with with, with. your personalised towel. Yes. Now, when we're saying personalised, it literally, Josh had Joshua Kinder. Josh Kinder, actually, not Joshua, yeah. not, not a Sunday name. Um, <laughs> and then I had my name, Leach had his name on. Um, but I think as well, you get a bag tag. I don't know, if, obviously, we we, we, did, we were playing as a... As a a guest of an employee. Yeah. Um, but I think potentially if you go as a, a member's guest or on a golf day, you get the golf tag, JCB, with your name on it as well. 
which is just ridiculous. And, but let me just clarify as well. We're not talking about a cheap towel mm. from Amazon. Tailor-made, fully printed up. Like, but it's not Microfiber like, towel is the way you describe it. Yeah, Joshua. but it's not like... Um, it's not just stitched. It's like obviously printed sti- on. Yeah, it's like, like laser printed on. on. So yeah. the actual... Em- scratch it off. Yeah, the actual embossing is unbelievable. It's, oh. like, it's like it was made in the factory, basically. Yeah. So we arrived, James gave us a tour, and the facility there is just ridiculous. Like mm. He showed us like a model of the course when they were building it, and where certain areas are and what they changed and what they didn't do and things like that. Um, he talked us through the academy side of the... How good was the range? So you've got oh. range, you've got indoor and outdoor bays. Yeah. And the indoor bays are like massive. You can get like three people on one bay, but obviously you don't because yeah. it's, it's like that. And then the teaching bays... Yeah, so they had like these two teaching bays which we couldn't get in because it was locked, but you can open the door to sh- hit out onto the range or you can have it as a simulator. Um, it was just, the whole place is just amazing. Then we walked back through the shop into, by the way, the shop is every golf brand you can imagine just with JCB written on it, which yeah. is class. I mean, like, it's the top end brands. You've got Kezus. Yeah. Yeah, you got Ralph Lauren. you got Jay Lindbergh, Puma. No, yeah. you didn't have Puma. I'm just yeah, going to put that. Foot Joy stuff in there. Foot Joy. And it was, it was nice. Like, obviously, like, we raided the shop afterwards and got, yeah. got a few bits. Yeah. Um, but I'm just Googling this, actually. Put, put JCB on. Uh, the golf courses that come up on and sort of par with them are obviously Wentworth, Bearwood Lakes, Skibo Castle, and Loch Lomond. But the one thing I would say, and this is what I was saying to James, is every single one of them you can pay to play on. Yeah. I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, people. Um, but this one, you can't. No. Like, you can only play if you won, you're invited like we were, or yeah. you're on a golf day, or you've got your um, a friend of, or, or, or know someone who's a client of JCB, etc. Yeah. Like, the whole thing is just like you, you, special. Yeah. So we our day then carried on. We went and had some food in the restaurant, which was absolutely mega. Yeah, I had a full fry up with no black pudding. No black pudding. It's no <laughs> absolute the devil's work. And then this is where we had. Well, what did you have? Did you have? Food? I had, yeah, everything. Yeah. yeah, everything. Just not the mushrooms. Yeah. Um, see, I, I want to discuss this quickly. Mushrooms. What's this about? They don't taste the much. They taste whatever was with it. Hate mushrooms, but I love the black pudding. So mm, fair enough. Um, so, and then at this point, we had our towels brought to us. So, I didn't know what, that we were going to get the towels. Well, well, well let, let's Unsealed. get this right. Let's Unsealed. get let's get yeah. this right. So, on, we drove there. It's about an hour from um, from where we live. Yeah. And uh, it's actually just one straight road. It is. It is. Literally Car sickness. Road. I got thrown in the back course. Oh, my God. I was thinking. <laughs> um, but anyway, all, we just filled it with fuel about 20 minutes away. And we get a text from James on Josh's phone going... Can I just get your surnames, guys? I'm like, that's it. That's it. These are our towels. This is the mad thing. We actually spoke about it, and I said, to be honest, I don't know if you'll get one, just because, obviously, we're guests of James. Like, we're, we're, only, not, we're yeah. only sort of a bit as a member's guest. Yeah. Um, so I was a bit like, I don't think we're getting... Then when he sent that text, that was it. The excitement started then, didn't it? And we made like, sure they're oh, all spelled right. We sent, the, sent uh, Alex's and Sam's surname over... And then when we're having breakfast, they brought the towels out, and I was like, this is just absolutely mega. Yeah. But the, the amazing thing was, even though we're a guest of James, I still felt like we were treated like... Yeah, treated members like... ...members or whatever. But that, that's the kind of place it is. That That's yeah. the service you're going to get at, at, at an unbelievable place. Yeah. Just like, I mean, David Horsey, um, ISM have a membership there. Um, I think, obviously, because they're running the Seniors Tour event yeah. um, with with JCB this year. Um, so they got membership there, so all their players can go and use the facilities, play the golf course, and, yeah, David Horsey was there practicing. I mean, he travelled 
he lives in Presbury, so the same distance yeah, as us practically, yeah. um, to just go and practice there for today. I mean, that says a lot, doesn't it? Of course it does, yeah. Um, and then we got introduced to the head of operations and all sorts of different people there, didn't we? Mm. Um, and then we go out onto the range, take our clubs out there, and the range, it was just the four of us on the range. Yeah, proper golf balls. Yeah, proper golf balls, teased a lot. And it sounds so simple. Josh, did you put some teas in your pocket? Did I? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> got a of them. Still got them on now. It's <laughs> gone to bed with them. <laughs> um, and then, so we hit some balls in the range that got, had like your own little pyramid of balls. And it's just little, little, it sounds so simple, but the little things like that mm. makes that, the, the experience so special. 100%. Like, it's not every day, it's not every year, it's not every three years you go to a place like that yeah. and you've got pyramids waiting for you. Yeah. Um, you've got even things like the, the, the sign where you've got showing you how far to each of the flags and yeah. on the range it's like you're playing down different holes yeah. Yeah. um so everything at this point when we were there was like everything's just been thought of like you go through these opening doors yeah. like the slide doors, open like, um it was just everything is so well presented so once we'd hit some balls we're all, we're all hitting it really nice on the range as well which is quite good um we then kind of went downhill <laughs> we then um, went out hit some putts on the putting green which is massive mm. and also extremely slopey yes but a, a good reflection of what the greens are yeah yeah and then we got in our buggies because we just you get a buggy regardless really you can walk but it's nah, i wouldn't want i wouldn't want to walk yeah it's very very long partly because i played today and absolutely knackered so i tried <laughs> to think what i would have been like um and then we head off headed off to the first tee and i think Regardless of who we were with, it would have been amazing playing that golf course. But I think the fact that we were with James... It definitely helped. Yeah, because he was telling us all sorts of stuff. He was explaining where things were going to go for the Legends Tour because he's in the know. And, he, and yeah, yeah. part of his role is introducing new members, going around with them. So he knows that golf course. I'll tell you what, fair play to James. He literally treated us like he was taking guests around yeah. or potential members or uh, high clients of JCB. Like, is like oh this is happening here we're doing this here and um, we're gonna have the grandstands like this yeah. everything was just like these are the changes we've made since it went in these are the changes we're looking at making things like that and it, the expert he just made the experience so much as, mm. even better than it already was so, i text him today actually just to say thank, yeah, thank you yeah. i messaged him say thank you i think sounded the same he's um, not responded to me i'm sure at some point it might be busy. james if you're listening <laughs> i'm joking <laughs> um, um okay let's talk first t-shirt josh First tee shot. So the tees we were playing off on the day, the yellow tees, we didn't actually tee off them on the first, did we? No. We went round to the the white tees because you hit over the water basically, and um, it makes it is a much better hole from where we played it on. Oh yeah, because that's where the pros would play it from, yeah, and that's definitely. where the hole is designed to play to it from. Play from. Yeah. So you basically you, the tee box is on the water. You're hitting directly. Over yeah, the water. it's like a little like palladium in it that sort yeah. of goes out. Into, into the water, the water. Yeah. and then you sort of drive up to it and yeah. um, there is a tee further back did you notice yeah <laughs> one from where we were <laughs> um so i took driver and i did that i hit it well I just yeah actually it, over a little bit it was one of your better drives but because the hole sort of cuts in on that angle yeah it just meant obviously that it... but I, was, I must have been if i was five yards to the right it'd have made it it'd mm. been absolutely fine drives a bone but I ended up with a big splash, but it, did, it was weird because I wasn't even asked. Yeah, we both we all said this on the way up. Like, I don't care how I play; just want to 
enjoy. Take in the whole thing. Okay, so so halfway around, before we talk about our favorite hole, and I want to talk about your chip shop. Yeah. And we're going to play the commentary. <laughs> um, in your life. Nearly, nearly as good as that. Um, how good are the mints? How good are the mints? said mince pies because it's got mince pie tower. I'm looking at it here yeah, on the photo. Um, how good are the sausage rolls? Halfway house. Oh. They just got even better. It got better and better, didn't it? So James was telling us the halfway house is open regardless if there's one person on the golf course or yeah. there's 50 people. And um, the halfway house is like always fully serviced. Proper barista coffee. Yeah. Um, the pies. Um, sausage, sausage rolls. rolls. I mean, you get snack Everything. bars. You, 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 ice cream. You yeah. can have a glass of Chablis if you wanted to. Yeah. Uh, Josh felt like having one of them after his first day old. Um, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I am really joking. It was a very good game, and you guys did win. But yeah. the best thing about the game was we were obviously nip and tuck. Um, but yeah, that halfway house. It's like, I don't know, just mint. It was just mega, and. It, there were actually some members out there and who the, the gent that we spoke to was absolutely lovely and he was, he was one of JCB's he was a dealer. dealer so he sells JCB's yeah. and um, isn't that mad I would just I didn't even know that was a job right I just but I know I just because obviously he's James was describing him was like oh he's just like the Audi dealer down the road like, like sitting yeah. <laughs> like, like, like sit in a BMW sitting there yeah so but like that, that's absolutely mad you just get a just gonna uh, gonna go and drive down to the local garage and get myself a uh, JCB this weekend. <laughs> That's literally what was going through my head. I was like, James, it doesn't exist. Surely it just comes straight to you, but obviously it does. But we we were chatting with him. And he was asking what our thoughts were if we were enjoying the round, how we enjoyed the course, things like that. And obviously he plays there regularly mm. and evidently absolutely loves it. Oh my uh, god! By the way, he was talking about it, and he loves James as well. By the way, so much. Yeah, but that's credit to James, to be fair. Yeah, and uh, he was asking money about playing with Monty in the yeah, 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 yeah. and the pro because basically JCB obviously before are hosting the Legends Tour and there's two programs one celebrity one one members one yeah. and he was like go on nudge nudge can I uh, can I play with Monty's my hero James was like oh, I'll, I'll try see, I'll see what I can do <laughs> okay favourite hole I guess a lot of people would say 17 okay um, apart from 17 because if, ever, if you haven't if you don't know what 17th JCB is obviously not many people do please put it in Google right now if you're listening to our podcast you'll keep playing just Take the don't don't swipe us up, but um, go into your Safari if you watch it on an iPhone. Listen to an iPhone, and please, please just search JCB Seventeenth Hole. Yeah. Wow, and from the back, so it was like two forty. Oh, yeah. But then that like, played twenty yards downhill, and we yeah. played at like 180, 20 yards downhill. Yeah. Um, but okay, apart from that hole, what is your favorite hole? Um, I would say that. The eleventh was a, a lovely hole, but I just because I played it well. Um, yeah, it's, it's hard to pick one because there's so many good there's ones. There's so mate. many good holes, like the par five that we where you skimmed it over the water. I, I yeah, that skimmed nice it. <laughs> well, you did. That was about three times. Yeah, not intentionally, guys. With, with a driver off the deck. Fooled off the uh, out, yeah. driver off the deck. Um, <laughs> That's a nice hole. Okay, go on. You gotta give me one. No, do you know what? I'm going to say the one where you play up to mince pie hole. I was thinking the exact same one, mate. 16. Trees, 16. Big digs on the drive. It was well. a toss-up between 16 and 18 for me. 18, yeah. 18, I loved the fact that you drove it onto the top tier, yeah. but you could easily take down the bottom tier, yeah. and and depending where the flag is, it would depend where's the better place to be. Yeah. Obviously, we didn't, we weren't that good. We didn't, we just sort of hit it. If, well, please find the fairway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but... Literally. Yeah, I, I just like, get over the bunkers, get over the bunkers. The two holes that stick out to me, apart from 
three holes that stick out to me apart from I could argue all of them, but yeah. the three holes that really do stick out to me apart from the seventeenth is eighteen, yeah, sixteen, yeah, um, eleven and twelve. Eleven is the well, yeah, and twelve is the short path. Yeah, on it. yeah. That, they're the ones that really stick out to me because, like, just visually, the elevation changes, the the look of it, the greens, risk and reward. Like, yeah. you go for it, you can really um, capitalize. I don't know, just those ones that really like stuck out for me. Yeah, and just going back to the golf course itself, like the way it's maintained, the way it's built, everything is like unreal. Do you know what's absolutely mad? The amount of sand in the bunkers is perfect. Yeah, there's no stone unturned, is there? Do you know what's mad? Going on that sort of, the quality of how it's kept, didn't see a single greenkeeper all day. Not one, not one. Which I I didn't didn't realise this until you just said it then. I was like, so we played the most pristine golf course. Like you go to any golf course, apart from obviously on a Sunday, you're going to see a greenkeeper. We didn't see one. Now that means like, they're obviously up with the marks, uh, early doors, yeah, getting it done. Getting it all sorted and ready for people going out and playing. And th- this is the other thing as well. They... Just showing Josh a picture of 18. Oh, they keep it... It's so well kept and they could have four people play that day. Yeah. This is not somewhere where you've got 50 tee, but 50 tee time, It's but prepped the same no matter yeah, what. There must have been... On Sunday, bear in mind, this was... It was a warm Sunday. The weather was fine. It was. It was, it was perfect golf conditions. It was perfect golf conditions. There must have been about twenty people on the golf course. I mean, I'd, I'd say we could even be exaggerating with that. Yeah, yeah, like just unreal. But there was only eight other people I saw all day. Yeah, like and majority of that was at the halfway house. Yeah, when we were sort of crossing. Over Maybe twelve then, because yeah. we saw those those nights. So yeah. yeah, I mean, it's but like yeah, honestly, just absolutely unreal. Um, but that that eleventh hole, I really enjoyed that hole because we should, had no right to hit driver. No, no right to hit driver. Like basically, way to describe it is you got water all at the right hand side, and as you get closer to the green, the more the water cuts in. Yeah, and you got to hit over the water. To the yeah, green. and it's just ridiculous. So anyway, imagine imagine like the the flag sat in a bowl, right? You got to everything filters down. Obviously, you get at the right pace. Everything filters down. So picture. I'm not going to say it's the same as Tiger Woods. And, 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 it was a bit was, further. Yeah. Um, like, you had to go over water, whereas Tiger was, like, greenside. Yeah. Um, so it's more of a pitch than a chip, but exactly the same thing. You, Josh had to send it high right, whereas he had to send it high left. But anyway, he had to send it away from the flag, yeah. and then it came sort of past it, back, and then back to the flag, because you had to sort of send it round and past yeah. it. And this is the first golf course, I say this, that I've played, where if you are short on a putt and you're uphill, it's coming back to you, and... Where things like this, if you you've got to play it, I could. Uh, you couldn't it, have hit that closer going straight at the flag. Basically, no, is what you're saying. If Norman, if it, that's at Norman, and I'm just chipping that straight at the flag. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or any of the golfers. That's also because like we, the golf course that we play on a day to day basis, the greens aren't as quick as these, and they're not as firm. Sure, so you can yeah. just fly it straight there. Whereas the only way you can get that close is playing it high and right. If you play it straight at it, it's pinging off. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Here's a commentary <laughs> by yours truly. <laughs> but it doesn't do it justice that because it it sounds like Josh didn't mean to do it. You can actually, even, I mean, we'll put the video on how to in a good walk. We, we'll we put it. Because like Josh is aiming clearly up the right, and then he's then you can see like he makes a bit of a hand movement. Like, come on, come back. Yeah, like, I knew what I was doing. 
I didn't know how to. In your head, in your head, you knew what you're doing. Come on, be honest. Were you, were you surprised you pulled it off? No, because because you could see what you could. No, you no, could no, no, no. I know, I know. You planned it to play like that, but were you genuinely surprised you managed to pull it off? Absolutely not. Because I knew. Why is why is the smile on your face? Because I know why you're saying this. Because you didn't pull it off. You tried it. You didn't pull it off. <laughs> so I, I no, but granted, I had a bit of a, a bit, yeah, of a, a bit of a different chip. Yeah, well, yeah. no, I actually had the similar chip, but my lie wasn't as good as yours. A bit burnt, my lie. Yeah, bit burnt. He said. Got a bit thin. Um, but no, I did mean it. I did mean it. Yes. You didn't mean it. I know you didn't. No, I did mean it. I did mean it. <laughs> he didn't. I did. <laughs> um, yes, it was a good shot, and it was probably the the that drive and that sh- that chip with a. Start of my round, really. Yeah, then you then played. I think there's maybe the sausage sausage roll that sort of gave you the uh, boost halfway yeah, round. Because as as we all know, I struggle with a hook and still struggle oh, with a hook. Oh so. dear lord! It was like a bird flying with one wing. <laughs> there's there's a video that you took. And you can't see the ball fly, but you just see my reaction. <laughs> and you're exactly where it's going. I just like, <laughs> like not I can't. Like I can't play it. I can't <laughs> use those expletives. But it was. Uh, it was a very good round, a very good day. Go on, summarise it then. Summarise summarise the whole event, the whole day. Okay, I'm going to do it this way. Experience from just going somewhere and being treated like a king, 10 mm-hmm. out of 10. Mm-hmm. Range, 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Putting green and all that, 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Host, 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Golf course itself, like, I've never been to a golf course where I've stood on the first tee and I've gone... I literally don't care how I play right now. Yeah, I agree. Like, I literally... I might do it at St. Andrews this year yeah, when we exactly. go, but like, apart from that. I, but for a different reason, maybe. Yeah. Because it's home of golf. Yeah, of course. But, like, I am... I am... For those that don't know me personally, I am uber competitive. Like, oh, jeez. Like, stupid Dummy comes out the pram if he's not playing well. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. Because I just want to play the best I can. I just want to be as good a golf as I can. Can't blame you. Same with lacrosse, same with any, any sport I've played. But I, I, it was weird having that feeling of standing on the first team and going, do you know what? Just enjoy this. Just don't even worry about it because you're yeah. going to play some good shots. You're going to play some absolutely dross shots. But... <laughs> Just enjoy it. And I did. It was absolutely magnificent. I think we were all the same, weren't we? Yeah. And it, the experience of playing on greens like that, mm. it was honestly, it was literally like, I remember being a kid watching Ken on the course at Augusta and him dropping a ball in one place and it going one way and dropping it the same place and going the other way. It, the greens were like... Good old Ken on the course. Well, weren't they? The greens were yeah. like, you literally had to be perfect because if you didn't, your ball's down the front of the green yeah. or off the back and unreal. JCB... You've smashed it, and if yeah. you ever ever get the chance to play, if you are lucky enough like we've been to get the chance to play, make sure you are free that day because yeah. it is absolutely amazing. Like I said this to James at the time, like this is going to sound like a massive blowing smoke on my, on my own ass, as in like I've had some pretty good golf experiences like in the last two years, but that was up there with number one. Like yeah. oh mate, and it was just playing with like mates, yeah. as in like that's no that that. It's not just how can I say it? No, I, I maybe said that. I maybe said that absolutely. So that came out so wrong. Let me just rewind. Tell me how you really feel. No, what I was meaning is like standing on the range, like Cal Barkshire, standing on the range with like Ricky Fowler. Standing on the range with Ricky Fowler. I didn't know if you know, but Alex has been to Miami. <laughs> Get lost. You know what I mean. I know what you mean. So, but like it was just mega because we all played. 
mediocre. We all had some good shots, all had some bad shots, and you guys won on the last. Yeah. Um, that was the best thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Going down to the last hole. Like, exactly. We played match play. We all stayed dry on 17. Yeah, we did, actually. Class. Like You and James by the skinny of teeth, just going to yeah. throw that out there. I got, a, I got a dodgy bounce. That was harsh. I got a very harsh bounce. I did. None of us hit the green, though, which is funny. <laughs> I was a yard off it. You did hit the green. No. Is it uh, green in red? No. Did I put, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm going to echo what Josh said, like, mega, mega, mega experience. Right. Okay, guys, that, I think we've done enough spoiling the smoke up the arse of JCB. Um, it doesn't need it because it's absolutely unbelievable uh, and one of the best golfing experiences of our lives. Um, yes. So I just wanted to share that with you. Yes, absolutely. But let's move on to some of the latest news. So I was just traveling here after playing today and I heard on the radio, quote, unquote, don't actually quote me directly here. Um, apparently Lee Westwood has come out. Um, someone's interviewed him about, obviously he's playing in the Saudi uh, league in the next few weeks' time. Is it the Live Golf? Yeah, um, golf. Is it event. Centurion? Yeah, Centurion Club. Um, obviously, this is backed by Saudi money. And someone asked him, uh, "Are you? What, what do you think about playing?" Uh, and he's gone. Oh, I don't care. Don't care where the money comes from. It's we all know it's come from other sports, i.e., boxing being one of them. Oh, there you go. Um, and um, yeah, he's going to be playing in it. And I, I found that quite strange how he would come out and say something like that because only because in the next say five years he is potential Ryder Cup captain yep and so this is what he said Formula 1 race there Newcastle owned by people from there there's been boxing fights there snooker and darts there and he's true he's got a very good point he's got a very good point yeah like this is in in an interview when he's confirming that he's playing and who else is playing Mickelson's going to play apparently oh he's got no else to play has he well that's very true um, and another point is made here is he said if anybody comes along and gives any of us a chance at a pay rise then you have to seriously consider it of course you do like you got to remember okay these guys have got a lot of money but money's money and don't forget golf usually you only get paid when you play well correct so he's confirmed that he's um, his request to be released by the PJ Tour and DP World Tour to play in the first event um, and what have they said about that um, well I don't know. Surely just, they've got, not gone, oh yeah, you can go and play. Well, we'll see, won't we? I guess over the next few weeks. But reports have suggested that 15 of the top 100 players in the world are seeking releases from the tournament, uh, for the tournament Centurion Club. 15? So let, we know, obviously, Westwood's one of them, so there's 14. Phil Mickelson. Mickelson. So there's... Richard, there's Richard Bland. Okay, yeah. Um, look, look at the age of these guys. Ian Poulter and Sergio Garcia are also rumoured. They're definitely. Um, but it's... This is the first of eight scheduled events, right? And expected prize money is in the region of twenty million pounds. Like, why would they not overall? Uh, I think so. Yeah, not per event. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Per, no, per event. What? The first of eight scheduled events in twenty twenty two, with each expected to have prize money in the region of twenty million pounds. Holy mother of Mary, mate! Exactly. So that's guaranteed money, isn't it? Basically. So why would they not? Why would they not? Put it um, this way, right? If the if the people who let let's let's put it in a different way, the people who run the PGA Tour and the European Tour, if one of if if let's say vice versa, each are both competitive each other, aren't they? European yeah. Tour, DP World, sorry, and PGA Tour are yeah. competitive each other. Yeah. If someone got offered another job at a competitor across the pond, either way, which was trebling what they earn, would they say no? Exactly. And Absolutely this, not. They'd buy the hand off. And this is what he says. This is my job. I do this for money. 
it's not the only reason, but if anybody comes along and gives us a chance at a pay rise, then you have to seriously consider it. And it's this is the point. What do I you think about it? What do you think about the Saudi money? What's your opinion on it? Does it matter? This is very, like, to the bone. No, no, I mean, from a, from a sporting perspective, I know there's other no. things like humanitarian things, uh, world rights, women's rights, and that's all extremely important. But looking at this just from a, a sporting perspective on the fact that F1 have been there, snooker, boxing. So if they're being there, does it matter that golf does it? That, that that would be the question I would ask is why does it matter? Yeah. Like I wasn't trying to throw you under the bus there in a political situation. Right. That was. Uh, do I agree with what they do? No. Do I think that money is money? Yeah, of course it is. Like okay, let me ask it better. Let me ask it better. Also said we've played European tour in Saudi, and I and I had releases from the PJ tour to say I can play in Saudi, so it's been no problem for them in previous years. Formula One race there, Newcastle United owned partly by. Uh, people from Saudi Arabia and there's been boxing there and snooker and darts as well golf's not the first sport to have links with Saudi Arabia but it seems to be coming under more scrutiny than anyone else whether you think that's right or not is the individual's opinion and it's a valid point like and, and I know people in the past like people have said in this like oh they earn enough money why do they want to go and get more well hold on a minute I said this from the start when we were talking about Bryson and all that go and get paid why yeah. would you not yeah I agree why would you not? It's like, like we were talking about the Saudi event. Was it Sunday we were talking about it? And they were saying about Justin Johnson yeah. being paid... Yeah, ridiculous money. Ridiculous money to go and play in the Saudi event on the yeah. European tour. Like, my God, why... I understand that it's, thing it's is breaking that, the norm. It's something that they don't like. That's the issue, isn't it? It's something new. The one thing I'd say with golf is there's plenty of golfers who have a lot of money in a short space of time. But, but equally they are few and far between. Like, I know obviously got the game has become more popular and therefore with popularity becomes more money. But overall, you only get paid in golf if you play well. So let me put it in perspective for people that would argue not going to go um, to a prepaid event. Your average spend for a PJ Tour, let's say European Tour player, when I was caddying, right? Average spend per week is between, and this is doing it on the cheap, Three to four thousand pounds a week. Now imagine, right? We did this, me and Tom. We missed most of our cuts, so we played twenty-five events at three to four thousand pounds a week cost, and didn't make any money. It's mad. It's mad. So when 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 you look at it like that way, like take Richard Bland, he's had a career on and off, and obviously, in no, comparison to the times that we're in right now and what people earn astronomical amounts of money i'm not saying it's not but on the point of golfing perspective not a lot of money compared to likes of rory and bryson and dj we've said this before and i'm going to say it again once you've listened to this podcast go back and listen to the podcast we did with chris hansen yeah he put it down to a t perfectly and i think we we looked at it and with him we looked at what his career earnings were or they had his career earnings down as and it was Somewhat just over a million. Yeah. But he said towards in that podcast, and go and listen to it because it's a really, really good episode, as all of our episodes, obviously. But it's a really good episode. It, it basically, after you've paid everyone and you've, yeah. you've paid all your costs and all your travel, it worked out like 20 grand a year. Yeah. So think about this, right? So say, say for example, you earn 100 grand on an event, you finish top 10. Brilliant. Unbelievable. It's amazing. Astronomical amount of money, courses, right? Withholding tax, you've got to pay. 
Okay. Yeah. Now you pay your withholding tax on your hundred thousand, right? Yeah. But your caddy, your coach, your team, your sponsors, everybody takes their cut from your top figure, not your net figure of what you paid in tax. Right. So for example, hundred grand, hundred grand, caddy of top ten would probably earn seven and a half percent, seven and a half grand gone to him. Yeah. Okay. But I'm so imagine right, think about it this way. hundred grand, you may be paid fifteen grand in withholding tax. Yeah. Okay. So you're now down at seventy five grand. Eighty five yeah. grand, sorry. Yeah. You give seven and a half grand to your caddy. Yeah. You're probably giving five percent, so let's say five grand then to your coach. Yeah. You then give in five grand again to your management company. Yeah. Okay. So now we're at sixty-seven and a half thousand from your hundred thousand that you won. Yeah. You then don't forget now you've also got um some caddy coach and management company. Yeah. Um. Then also got to take your expenses out for the week, which probably are five thousand pounds at most events. Yeah. Sixty-two thousand. It's not quite halved, but. Yeah. And then you got to think this isn't just profit because then that's going to fund no. next week and, oh, the week after, and the week after and yeah i'm not uh, it sounds like i'm being a bit of a knob saying sixty thousand pounds is not a lot of money oh my god it is but when when well, you're then, spending wait, four wait. grand a week on average 25 times a year that's 100 grand just to be out on tour but wait when you said about withholding tax but what about tax at home oh yeah they have to pay tax at home as well depending on 100 grand yeah on the 100 grand, yeah, right? de- oh, no, so then that's so then that's half plus forty percent. Anyway. Well, exactly. But so you 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 over now, there is some treaties. So if, for example, the UK and America, I think, quote me if I'm wrong, accountants will correct me. Um, you would they have a sort of a, a bygones by bygones sort of thing where if you pay your tax in America, it's you don't have to pay it here. Right. Depending on the situation, yeah, um, yeah. and depending on what what's sort of agreed. But it's it's mad, isn't it? So straight away, your hundred grand is is going to be halved at yeah. least. So you probably actually take home thirty five of that. Thirty five, forty of it. And what imagine getting is a lot of money. Yeah, but imagine you don't make another cut again the whole year. There you go. Yeah. You you are seventy five grand in the hole. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's cost you hundred grand to be out there. Yeah. Exactly. And it's, yeah, so going back to the whole point, I do not blame any golfer going and getting paid. No, absolutely not. And and this is the other thing as well. So that twenty million prize fund doesn't talk about what people are being paid to go out there. No. But if you think you're spending 20 million over a field of however many, everyone's getting something. The other thing I'd say, right, forgetting Saudi, just money in general, isn't the Premier League corrupt? Where do, we don't even know where the money comes from, let's be perfectly honest. It comes from TV rights, but where does the money actually come from? Ex- ex- this is the point. So why is golf... Is, do you reckon this, right? Do you reckon golf's being made an example of because it's like the proper sport yeah, it's like a traditional is, thing golf isn't being made an example of golf is trying to make an example of itself because it's, it's a not, great point it's it's yeah. no, there's no external none of this has started externally saying golf no. should be involved Saudi Arabia. no it's not like talk sport i've gone bloody hell no i can't believe golf no. done that no it's great what's point. happening is the european tour dp world tour and i think the they're PGA scared tour, mate they are terrified and people hate change because mm. realistically right this is the way i see it Realistically, when I first saw it, I hated this idea. But the more I think about it, the more I think it's going to bring all the best players in one place. We're going to see all the best players perform at the same time, yeah. which, in essence, is what you see in the major. We only get it four times a year. Now, the only thing that I'd worry about is it takes the president away from the majors. But I don't think it would because it's tradition. It's the thing. It should. You've got tradition. Players are still going to all play in the majors. But this is your thing. How many, how many events are on the PJ Tour? A year. 
Oh, you could argue. And there's probably about 48 events. And how many events are on the European Tour here? Not quite as many as, say, 35. Right? This is eight events, mate. Yeah. Eight weekends. That's it. Yeah, but that's because the PJ Tour is now a 360 tour, isn't it? It's, and the European Tour, the GP World is becoming very close to that. So? But that's what I'm saying. They see it as competition. But it's eight, it's eight weeks, mate. Yeah, okay, well, here's what my... Why these guys aren't playing? Because they've got a week off. Here's my argument to you then. Here's my argument to you then. I know you were against this, and this is about football. Why were you against the Super League of football? Because it wasn't all the time, was it? It was just certain events. There's only certain games a year. Yeah, but the Super League of football was different. Because... Okay, why is it different, though? Because they're going getting paid more money. No, because... Yeah, but they are, though. That's what it is. Yeah, but it wasn't about that. It was making it a closed league. It's, it's completely different. It's, well, it's like a, a, the Super League of golf is going to be a closed league. Because it's just the, it's the top players in the world getting paid the most money. So how is it different? No, but... It, no, but tell me how it's different. You're not letting me. You're not letting me. Tell me, tell me. Tell me how it's different. I I think it's different in the sense of, for starters, it's golf is an individual sport, right? No, and no. You just said, I'm, I'm asking you how it's different, money-wise. You're not letting me talk, mate. By the way, can I say one thing? I agree with you. Do you agree want to with... tell you how it's different or not? I agree with you. I agree it is different, but I want to know your opinion on it. Right. So please tell <laughs> can, can I go can I go now? Yeah. Golf is an individual sport, right? So golf, we've just spoke about the amount that they have to fork out mm. to, to play a week. Yeah? And to, to do all that. So this money isn't going to the mighty that are getting mightier. This money is going to guys that have got families. So, for example, here's, here's what I say. Let's use City for an example, right? Because they were going to be in the Super League and they got out, got out very quickly, which was smart of them. Um, the money that they're going to make goes to the club. Mm. Realistically, Kevin De Bruyne earns three hundred grand a week. Because he's in the Super League, do you think City have put it up to four hundred? Probably not. No, 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 no. But. Someone's getting paid more money, aren't they? Yeah, the club is. Yeah, but somebody owns the club. Well, yeah, exactly, mate. But yeah, I know they don't need it, but uh, that's yeah. But it's about it, it, the Super League was about the elite being the elite, wasn't it? And arguably, people who aren't elite, some people will say City shouldn't have been in it. That's your opinion. I disagree. Some, but like Arsenal have been nowhere. Tottenham, why? Why on earth Tottenham in it? Do you know what I mean? It was trying to bring the superpowers of English football. Yeah. Well, what I think this is going to do is this is going to provide more opportunity. Because guess what, right? In that week when Lee Westwood, when Ian Poulter, when Phil Mickelson... Look, I agree with you, can I say? I know, I know. And all these boys are off playing on the Live Golf Tour. Mm. Yeah? Who's going to get a chance on the the Tour? Well, the rankings go down, don't they? If if 10 guys aren't playing, that ranking goes down 10 more. So 10 potential new people or invites or whatever it is exactly. get a chance to play so actually it's probably a good thing for the PGA Tour because you're getting more young players getting a chance on, on tour you're getting them giving them exposure giving players of the future a better chance to play because golf is fucking well hard mate <laughs> golf is well hard to get into so if all these older boys golf is well hard <laughs> all these older boys want to go and make a bit more money to retire on not that Ian Porter needs a load of money to retire on because he's made a load of money but if you can get more get more mate oh, come and fill your boots man right, yeah, go but... and fill your boots why do you think it's different no no I agree yeah, but why do you think it's different no shut up <laughs> <laughs> very good point I feel thing... like Simon Jordan and, uh... and the other thing as well is I don't I don't see it as being it, initially when it started it was going to be like well if all, all the top 10 are going to go and it's going to be DJ it's going to be this it's going to be that Richard Blandett in the top 10 no 
the US were in the top 10. So actually, I think people will get opportunities to go and play on this tour and to go and earn some money. It's an ex- exhibition, isn't it? That's what it is. That's all it is. So if, if, I'm trying to think of... By the way, Saudi, I'm available. <laughs> for example, Max Homer. Yeah. He's a good young pro. He's done well so far. But he's not going to turn our chance to go and earn a couple of mil, is he? Of course and not, because he could, he, could, he could flake away and then exactly. and not, 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 not have anything the next... Will Zalatoris. He's going to get a chance to go and make some money. Yeah. I, mean? like, I, I, mean, I agree. The only thing I think that stops certain guys is the traditions of the game. If it stopped them playing in the majors, um, that's the only way that stops. But if, if the PGA Tour and the European Tour did that, the way I see it is they shoot themselves in the foot. But all it is is people don't like change. They won't people see it like don't that. don't like change. They'll see it as they are the powers that be and they rule what you can do and what you can't do. Yeah, that's what they But say. that's where, that is where it'll flip on its head the other way. Because what happened with the Super League is that all those big clubs saw it as they're the powers that be and they can do what they want. Well, guess what? You can't. No, no I, I, admit, I agree, but um, it, it, it only worked, like I said from the start, if majority went yeah, and did it. and I agree. But what happens when, what happens when it comes to the Ryder Cup, right? And hmm, you've got all these boys going and playing over there, Lee Westwood, Sergio Garcia. These are all big Ryder Cup people. And and you're not telling me that there's going to be no Americans Well, it would mess there. up the point system because obviously you'd have, if those guys weren't including the points, you'd have a lot lesser players, not lesser players, but not as the people you'd expect yeah. making. Well, so it ain't going to happen. No, I, I tell I, you now. It's going to be an interesting few weeks to see who actually plays. It will. It will be a very interesting few weeks, and it'll be very interesting to see what the PJ Tour and the European Tour do. Mm. But I fully believe that if they did, like, stop people playing in majors and stop people playing the Ryder Cup, it's going to shoot themselves in the foot because there'll be backlash from fans. Because guess what? I want to see Ian Poulter doing stupid stuff on a tee at the Ryder Cup and getting people going. And I'm not bothered whether he, where he earns his money. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm not bothered. Because let's, let's have it right. If Ian Porter's there, he's going to be a captain, a vice captain, or he's going to be a pick. Mm. Right? If he, if he starts he'll be there. there. Yeah, but he'll be there, yeah, there somewhere. Be somewhere. But if they're going to say you can't go because he played on this tour, there'll be a backlash, mate. I'm telling you, there'll be a backlash. I agree, mate. I agree. Okay, let's round up today's podcast because that's been mint. Like, I've fully enjoyed the argument <laughs> or the well, debate. Tell, me, tell me what you think. Oh, shut up. <laughs> um, so, two events going on this week. Uh, on the European Tour, we've got um, the British Masters at yes. the Belfry. Big event. Um, I hope they get the weather because it's been crap today. Um, but I think the weather forecast is set fair. This is what Richard Bland won towards the end of last year at the this Belfry. Is sort of like his yeah, this is a big breakthrough, breakthrough event where he had a really, really good start. Well, this, basically the start of his new career career uh, reborn um so yeah it'd be a really good to see that i think there'll be a young winner who wins this week and i'll throw that right out there hosted uh, by danny willett as well yeah I, cool. I don't know who's gonna win but i feel one of the young guns is gonna come through and uh win um i just want to talk about one thing though so obviously got the welsh fargo this week on the pj tour it's correct yeah um you've got the likes of who you'd expect really to be playing um Everyone is anyone really yeah but my point here is not that, it's that we've got Roy McIlroy, Tyrrell yeah. Hatton, yeah. Ian Poulter. Uh, yeah, I think so. um, We've also got a host of other... In fact, no, I think Ian Poulter's playing the Masters. Is he? But anyway, my point is, we've got three of the top 15 in the world who are British, not playing in the British Masters. What do you think about that? Um, do you fuming or not? No. Do you think they should? Um, uh, no. If they want to. is it Again, this is where it comes down to... Like Roy McIlroy's not really been over here European tour wise for 
No, but, but, but would you see it as an event that they should support? Um, I My question would be, why should they? Because it's the British Masters. I don't think Paul is playing, actually. That's poor of me. I do apologize. So, yeah, but, but so what, 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 what? It's not like they don't come and play the Open, do they? Well, that's that argument. No, you know what I mean? Like, no, no. All I was saying is, like, I know in the past a few guys have got a bit of rap for not playing, like, the PJ BMW Wentworth um, until it went to a Rolex event yeah. and the money went up. Yeah. Like, a lot of them didn't play it because it doesn't fit in with their schedule. This is where the sort of theme of this last... Money talks. Correct, mate. Money talks. Because in Lee, hey, wiggle, Lee Westwood... Wiggle, wiggle, for sure. I... <laughs> I think it's triple, triple. I think he summed up perfectly in the fact that he says that whichever way you look at it, golf is his job. Yeah. He wants to get paid through his job. If you get offered a job that's like you said, treble your salary, you're gonna do that. So if for example the Wells Fargo is better for your schedule and gonna offer you more money than the British Masters Where's the money at? Well that's the debate finished. It's true though, isn't it? <laughs> no, I agree. It I is agree. True. I agree. Um what do you think? Do you think they should come over? Well, play? I just think like the what was the thing last year with what's he called? What's the guy? What not Danny Willett? Matt, Matt Wallace. Wallace. What was that about? He, the Brit- he was the host of the British Masters and wasn't there. No, that's not good. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, well, that's not great, is it? And and yeah. and he was the face of the Belfry. This is also not good. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> so no, my argument is like I think if the European DP World Tour Europeans all are savvy about this, they should say. We'd love for you home players to support this event. Um, and almost maybe right, not right into contract because you choose when you play. But my argument is like, if the, if these bigger players support an event like this, that only makes golf better in the UK. Yeah, More crowds are come, more money. Um, and also you get more eyes on the Belfry. Like, the whole thing is good for English golf. So yeah. I don't know. It's very hard, isn't it? Because as a golfer, you choose your own schedule, so you can't. No, you can't, and you, and you can't. It, it's one of them, isn't it? In essence, these guys are all self-employed. You can't make them do anything. Yeah. So, I I completely see what you're saying, and like maybe they should come and support it. But if Roy McIlroy wins the Wells Fargo, how much is he going to make? Yeah, and the conversation. Exactly, it is though, isn't it? It, it is. More world ranking points because the top players are playing there. So, so um, you want to be number one in the world. This is the things you've got to do. Which is why I think that when this period of, oh my God, the golf, Saudi live league, whatever you want to call it, oh my God, once they get that first event out of the way and people see how good it is, I think it'll be like, actually, do you know what? What a great idea. It'll be interesting to see the the how it's taken from a golf club member's okay, golf so, audience point of view. So here's the other thing then. Before we finish this, because I know we've gone on about this a little bit, right? Do you think it would be different if the money wasn't coming from Saudi? So let's say Elon Musk. No, let's I, say Elon Musk, multi-billionaire. I don't think it would. I think Saudi is the way to rationalise that they don't want any other tour being formed. So Honestly, you, that's what I think. Yeah. It's almost like they're using the whole Saudi thing as the reason, isn't it? Where if he, if Elon Musk and his absolute billionaire bank, right? Imagine he went and could have just started tour. started Live Golf yeah. Tour. Yeah. Do they have an issue? Yeah, I think they still do. But I don't think they have a way of creating an issue as much as they do with, as they do with, with yeah. the Saudi. 
And do you know what? I just want to say before we end this, fair dues to uh, Greg Norman because he's stuck at it, hasn't he? Oh, my God. He is stuck at it. Like, he has thrown <laughs> his reputation and his neck on the line. He has stuck at it. But it'll be interesting. Like we said a few weeks ago, we're going to keep you up to date with this. We, things are coming out every week on this. Yeah, like I literally just heard that on the radio on the way yeah. to yours here. Yeah. And we know that the pod's been a little bit different the last few weeks with the stories and things like that. We are going to get back to the, the original sort of format, but we're going to throw some of these in where we're just talking golf, spitballing, but I do want a person to bring back tip of the week. Maybe tip, next week. Tip of the week, I'll give you a tip now. Oh, go on. Little, if, you, little... if, you're, if you're in the rough, use a lot of laugh cheers. There you go. <laughs> Only because I didn't today, and I only got stuck with it. That's uh, the golf tip of the week, (laughs) guys. Thanks so much for listening this week. Um, That's episode thirteen, season two. Over and out. See you next week.